Hey guys, I hope you guys are healthy, happy, and safe. Um, we are living through some unprecedented times right now. And um, all I want you guys to do is understand that it's all going to be okay. Not to panic, not to tune in too much to the news. Try to avoid social media if you can. And try not to get sucked into like the doomsday you know, preachers and <laughs> And the people who are freaking out and saying that it's the end of the world. Like I said in the other um, couple, two podcast episodes ago, I said, you know, it's the end of the world as we know it. And it is. I mean, things, there's no way things aren't going to change from now on. Um, Just because once you pass a certain threshold of seeing, okay, we can shut down nations, we can do things um, like close down schools and just over a virus... That will become the norm, whether or not we like it. Um, that's going to become the norm. But on the plus side, you know, hey, it's two weeks off. You know, it's, a, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a paid vacation. I, I really wouldn't worry too much about it um, in the sense of they're passing a stimulus package. Um, for people, and I just want to share this information, those of you who have kids that aren't going to school but you need help, um, at least in the state of California, I've received an email from uh, the state representative saying that you can apply for aid right now. Um, but if you have children that rely on the cafeteria for both breakfast and lunch, they're saying you can still go to the, the school campuses and get food for your, for your kids, you know, and lunches and stuff like that. So I just want to share that information. Um, just so you guys have it in case you need the information or if you know somebody who needs the information. Um, they are, everybody is very conscious of the fact that, you know, this is unprecedented in all of our history. And so try not to panic because um, we're all in this together. Um, so if you're, you know, a restaurant worker or a small business owner or things of that nature and you're thinking, oh my God, am I going to pay my bills? I just, I find it really hard to think or believe that, you know, your landlord wouldn't understand or would be trying to evict people or whatever. But if that's the case, I also count on the fact that laws are going to be passed to make it so, you know, that doesn't happen where you don't get evicted or, and things like that. I also think that just a suggestion to anybody who is listening to this, they can, you know, contact their local and federal and state government, like, you know, you really, this is not the time for people to start getting evicted, not just within the next two weeks, but um, obviously in the next two, three months, because a lot of people are getting laid off right now and things of that nature. And that's a weird part. It's, it's not, it wasn't about the virus. Like I, I've never, if you listen, obviously if you've been listening, you, you've seen that I, I was never really in a panic about the virus itself. Um, if you Google, when was the first, when was the coronavirus first detected? Um, you'll actually find information that it was first detected, I believe. Let me, I don't want to miss, misspeak, but I took a screenshot of it. Um, it says the human coronaviruses was first categorized, or I should say characterized in the 1960s. So this, the coronavirus itself is not new, right? We have been dealing with coronaviruses um, for a while now. 
what is new is this strain. And I, I'm just putting the quotes, air quotes right now, obviously you can't see, but what makes it new is the strain. So a lot of people in the general public don't know this. And that's a part that kind of bugs me. And so when they're saying, well, we don't have natural immunities to it because this is a whole new thing. I don't know if I necessarily believe that um, just because, I mean, if it belongs to a family of a virus, we might not have natural immunities to a particular you know, strain or a quote-unquote novel strain, but we do have some immunity to the family of the coronavirus. And so it's going to affect some people, but then some other people are going to have milder symptoms, which is what we're seeing happen. So when you watch the news, I want you to, if you are going to watch the news, when they say people have been infected, if you, I guarantee you right now, honestly, because I want you guys to understand that one, this virus has been has been spreading since November. Um, that was when the, the, the Chinese government actually reported it. And so we weren't in a panic about it, you know, in December. We weren't in a panic about it in January and February. It wasn't until like maybe this week or two weeks ago that people started kind of reacting. Um, but you have, in the time between November and, and now, you've, you were probably more than likely exposed to this virus. I mean, I'm just like, just keeping it real. I went to a convention back in January, like January in Anaheim. Um, and it was like people from around the world. I saw people from China. I saw people from Italy, Spain, you know, Middle Eastern, um, people were convening in under the Anaheim convention center. And people were like shaking hands and people, I was like one of the few people that actually had um, antibacterial lotion on my hands. And every time my husband would go to shake somebody's hand, I would dump like copious amounts of antibacterial lotion on his hands. And I used my antibacterial lotion and wiped everything down in the, in the hotel. But that's just me as, a, as an individual. I tend to be over cautious because I firmly believe in the mantra, hope for the best, but plan for the worst kind of thing. So, but what I'm saying is that even at that convention, like you don't, you didn't hear about a bunch of people getting sick after the fact. You didn't hear about people mass, you know, massively being infected or whatever, or, or whatever the case. And then, you know, my in-laws, they flew in from New York in this, around the same amount of time. They weren't sick and they're in their 80s. And then they flew back and they, and they didn't get sick. And this was before, you know, airports started shutting down and things like that. So I'm not saying that people aren't getting infected. That's not what I'm saying. And, I, and I'm not saying that things couldn't theoretically become worse if we don't take these steps like quarantining people and things of that nature. But I am saying, what I am trying to say is if you administered a test to 300 plus million Americans right now, an extremely high amount of people are probably going to test positive to exposure to this virus. Right, but it may manifest itself as like just cold symptoms or you know a cough or bronchitis or you know viral pneumonia, or it has been in the past, right, and then we didn't think, oh, there's this thing, there's something else going on, so all I'm saying is like don't freak out, and the reason why I'm saying that is because like I am getting flooded with like emails from listeners, like somebody sent me a um a thing from Michael Moore's podcast where he's like just losing his mind. He's, he's comparing it to the Spanish flu and he's saying like, the, you know, we're all going to be shut down for like the whole year. And 
while I am conscious of the fact that that could be a probability, anything is probable, right? Like, it, like I've talked about my other podcast, The Dark Oracle's Guide to the Multiverse. And so I talk about, you know, parallel multiverses on there and, you know, how literally any reality is possible. Any reality exists as a probability right now for your consciousness to experience. So anything is probable. But is it possible? And should we treat a probability as an actuality or as, a, as, as an inevitability? No, these are not the same things. Saying that something is probable or saying that something is possible is not the same thing as saying something is in, inevitable. There are things that we can do now you know, to adjust for that. It's okay for us to just stay home for a couple of weeks until this kind of, even the hysteria kind of blows over, you know, because what you don't want to do is take something that right now is only infecting, you know, or affecting, you know, older people and things like that, but cause it to, to cause it to kind of blow up and become an issue where now our hospitals are overpowered and people who are suffering from other diseases, like cancer is still going on right now, you know what I mean? Like diabetes, my father is on dialysis, you know, there are people who genuinely are worried right now because, you know, they're worried about, okay, am I going to be able to receive the, the health care that I need to survive? And that becomes what I become a bit more concerned about, you know, so just for those people who are just ordinary, ordinarily sick anyway, if we could just, you know, not be selfish for a while and not worry about, okay, well, I've got to enjoy my spring break and go to the beach, Florida, I'm talking to you, <laughs> um, and just, just take it easy and, you know, avoid going out to, to crowds of people, even if you have a small group of people that you're planning on meeting with, you know, we, we do have um, teleconferencing apps that you can use. You can use Skype, you know, you can, you, you can FaceTime, you can do a group chat, use those resources instead, just until everything gets, you know, everything calms down. And I, and I still believe in a couple of weeks, by the time we get to April, you know, it'll be okay. And then it becomes a matter of, okay, shit, now we're in a recession. Now we've got to recover from that, um, or whatever, but it is what it is. And one thing I do want to share, I'm not a medical professional, right? So this is not, this does not constitute as medical advice. I will say this again. I am not a medical professional. This does not constitute as professional medical advice. If you do have any symptoms, obviously there are resources that you can use depending on where you are. You can use doctor on demand and talk to a doctor. That's a great app. Use it. Um, you can use, um, Heal, um, heal.com, that's an app that, that you can actually have doctors come to your home instead of you having to go to the emergency room or to a hospital, right? And I don't know if they're going to be flooded right now, but this is another resources. So um, if you do need to talk to a doctor and you're afraid to go out, right? So use that. Now, for me, I personally have been feeling like something happening in my throat area, like a congestion and coughing or whatever, since like maybe Monday, Sunday, um, for the past week. Um, but what has been working for me is, um, it's called Nutribiotic, N-U-T-R-I-B-I-O-T-I-C, Nutribiotic, Vegan Grapefruit Seed Extract, Liquid Concentrate. You can get this on Amazon 
Um, I believe they've, I think Amazon is still shipping. Um, I've actually been able to order like a few random things, not really like not toilet paper or bleach or whatever, but just like my vitamins and stuff like that. I've been able to order and have them delivered. So you can still order some stuff from Amazon and, um, the grocery stores are still open. So you can go in whole foods is still open or whatever, but Every time I start getting like the like a buildup or congestion or whatever it is that's trying to happen on my throat, I take about ten drops of that. They say to put it in water, but um, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I, I want this shit to go directly to my throat, so I take about ten to twelve drops directly into my mouth, and then I follow up with water after about twenty thirty minutes or whatever. Um, and it it within fifteen minutes it 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 clears my my um my throat. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Um, I'm obviously not saying do this, you know, in lieu of, you know, going to the doctor or whatever. But I'm saying like, if you, if you're worried and you're starting to feel like, you know, I, I'm not even, I'm not even going to give advice. I'm just saying that that's something because I don't know, you know, what to say or what not to say. I'm just saying you, it, it helps for you to have this information. Grapefruit, um, grapefruit seed extract. Um, you can go on Amazon and read what the reviews are saying about it and you can read what it's, you know, described as, but it's, um, uh, it's a, it's a compound derived from the seed and pulp of grapefruit. And it says that this formula formula is used by healthcare professionals worldwide. And that's on the back of the bottle. Um, if you are on like high blood pressure medication, I know you're not supposed to take stuff with grapefruit. So bear that in mind. Um, and obviously talk to your doctor about it. Um, like I said, you can use, um, doctors on demand and kind of talk to them about it as well, but it's been working for me. Um, so just keep that, um, just keep that in mind. It, it's just, you, you know, it's just one thing to have. I'm also taking, um, copious amounts of turmeric and curcumin and ginger and, uh, fish oil all together all at once. And I have, I got fresh ginger and I sliced it up and I chopped it up and, I'm just eating ginger, but I'm hardcore. You don't have to do that. Um, but any sort of like natural anti-inflammatory is good to have because um, inflammation is a root cause for all disease. So the reason why you have a lot of issues is because of um, inflammation. So if you can get some anti-inflammatory, CBD, CBD is an anti-inflammatory. So if you can get some anti, um, anti-inflammatories into your system too, just as a precaution, just in general anyway, um, that's always good. And I take MSM as well, MSM powder by Source Naturals. Um, that's also something good to have. So not giving you medical advice. I'm just saying that that's something that I have been doing and that has worked for me. And that's, those are things that I keep in stock. So that's just good to know and for you to have. Feel free to, you know, do with the information what you will. Um, now that said, I want to talk about aliens. <laughs> good segue, right? Or good seg rather, right? Um, so yesterday, 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 um, I, I usually, like I said, I I don't drink. I usually don't even do like marijuana or anything like that. Um, but I I still have an edible and with everything I do, I still have edibles and with everything that's been going on, I, I figured, eh, fuck it. Like, let me just relax. And, um, I take CBD just because of the anti-inflammation properties. Um, but sometimes you need a little bit of THC to activate the CBD. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take the CBD. I'm going to take a little bit more of the THC so it can have the psychoactive effect, but not too much where I was like, you know, stoned. Um, 
the funny thing was like, so I'm sitting on the couch and I go to like, I had like an itch in my head. So I'm scratching my head and I broke my nail and I was like, huh. And as I turned to look at my nail, all of a sudden everything felt surreal. Like I'd done this before. It wasn't a deja vu feeling. It was like, I'm, it was like I was remembering my nail breaking and I was like, okay, that's interesting. So then I'm getting ready for bed. So that was what started. So then I'm getting ready for bed shortly after that. And um, my comforter, I put it in the dryer, but it wasn't dry all the way. So, but I needed to make the bed. So I run to the, um, to the laundry room and I don't see, I, I check the dryer, the, jar, the, the comforter is still damp. So I was like, shoot. So then I'm like, oh wait, we, the guest room has like an extra comforter. So I run downstairs to go grab the extra comforter from the guest room. When I get downstairs, I hear, I'm not even gonna say I hear a voice because it wasn't, it was like a thought in your head. And the thought said to me, remember to look outside. That, I swear to God, that's what I heard. And I was like, okay, that's fucking weird. But it felt again, like a memory. So then I open up um, the window, open up the curtain, I looked out the window and I see this glowing fucking ball of light. Um, I lose my shit. I run upstairs. <laughs> I'm a little high at this point, but I'm, but I'm like, okay, don't fall as you're running up the stairs. So I run upstairs. I wake my husband up. I pull out my phone. I'm looking out the bedroom window. I don't know why I didn't go to the deck, um, first, but I was like, look, look, look. And, and he's looking and he's like, what the fuck is that? Um, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And then he's like, well, okay. And then he's just quiet. Usually he tells me I'm crazy. Um, but for the first time, he actually, like, for the first, like, 15, 30 seconds, he was actually quiet. And then there was, like, a screen in the, in the window that he was looking out of, but not in the window I was looking out of. So I was like, well, look through my screen. So he switches screens with me, and then I get the, like, I, I get the memory or the remembrance to go look on the deck. So between me running, the house is not big. It's a very small house. But between me leaving the bedroom to go to the deck, the light was gone. Like, it stopped. But then, like, after that, about 10, 15 minutes later, boom, helicopters, helicopters. Like, I just start all of a sudden hearing just helicopters, helicopters swarming the area of where we had just seen the orb. This is about 10.30 p.m. last night. So then I talked to my friend, um, Roa, and I'm like, all right, well, so what's happening here? And then I, I sent her the video, and then we both go, like, on Twitter. I find, like, two videos of people and they're shown the same lights that I that I saw more or less but I saw just one light whereas other people this these two other people's were showing like a cluster of those same glowing kind of ball lights and then this morning when I woke up she sent me more videos on like Instagram um and it, somebody else had seen it in uh, Canada so it was like um Sacramento me in San Diego seeing it um, a Canadian and then somebody in the Midwest. Um, I, I don't know <laughs> what that's about, um, but I'm about to uh, theorize and speculate because that's what we do best here at this podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, the first thing I want to think about, I, I, I thought about was when you go, you know, you ever see, there was a news article, I should say, <laughs> like just threw like 15 phrases and didn't complete any of them. There was a news article I saw last year, or in 2018, actually, it was like two years ago, about this untouched Amazonian tribe in, um, like, in Brazil or whatever. Um, they were human beings, but they had never left their, the rainforest. So to them, like, you know, none of us exist. And they were living, 
they've been living this way untouched for since the beginning of, you know, human civilization. Um, I'm assuming because they were still walking around like, you know, either naked or, or like in a loincloth or whatever. And, and so um, scientists had sent drones over there, over them to like observe them and take pictures of them. And then you saw them looking up at these drones and I'm sure they're thinking, what the fuck is that, <laughs> right? And if they had cell phones and social media, they would pull out their phones and record it and then put it on Instagram and Twitter and say it was aliens. That made me think... So here's the thing. Right now, we believe that there's just seven continents and seven oceans, and that's all there is to Earth. Most people believe that. I don't, but most people believe that. Um, And I'm not going to go into too much detail as to why I don't believe that. Um, Just go and do your own research. And I'm not a flat earther either. Um, But just only because, and I don't think that they're ridiculous. I just think that I don't own a space I don't own a spaceship so I don't know what shape the earth is and I'm not going to argue with people over that because I just have better things to do with my time it doesn't make any sense for me to argue with people and I just don't like what arguments do to my psyche so I don't engage um that being said I don't care if the earth is flat or round because at the end of the day I, I believe that we are in a simulation anyway so the shape of the earth doesn't fucking matter. Like if you're if you are a character in a video game and you become conscious and you're like, okay, this is a simulation. Like say you were playing Warcraft and then you wake up and realize, oh my God, there's somebody controlling me from another reality and this is just a simulation, right? Is it is the cultural belief of whether or not your earth is, is your world is flat or round gonna really fucking matter in the grand scheme of things if you're within a simulation? That's kind of how I feel. So I don't believe the earth is round or flat or, or Either I, I don't believe in either case because I think that this is a simulation, so none of that fucking matters. That said, I also don't think that it's just us and the seven continents. And I don't think that aliens come from out of space. And the reason why I don't think quote-unquote aliens come from out of space is because um, a few things. When you go to the airport or every time you see a plane in the sky or every time you see just anything like that's man-made in the sky or a drone or whatever, whatever you want to call it, you don't automatically assume it came from another planet. Like you, you have a general understanding of where you know, a plane could be coming from or a drone could be coming from. So you, that's not where your mind goes. Unfortunately, us as a, as a society, we have been programmed to view UFOs as something from outside of our planet because we also have been pigeonholed to think that the seven continents are all that there is. If you delve in deeper and you do some research, you'll discover that there are other civilizations that are more or less unaccounted for. There was this Admiral Byrd who went past Antarctica. This guy's a naval admiral and he said that there is like other civilizations of human beings past antarctica right um and like i said do your research just i don't want to dump that's not what this podcast is about or and i don't want to go off topic too much but if you have the time which you do <laughs> and you're interested in this, in this stuff just do some research and so we collectively believe this is all there is. So then the only other option when you see a UFO is to think all these things are coming up from another planet, which is why I don't like 
you know, being programmed. Because the problem is when you're programmed to believe the same thing other people believe, you are then unable to think outside the box or look outside the box or look outside of what you're normally, what you've been programmed to believe. There's no room there, right? There becomes like little to no room for imagination or creative or creative thought, really. Just because people in the 1600s, 1500s or, you know, ancient Egyptians or the Mayans or whatever the fuck saw, you know, things in the sky, doesn't mean that they came from another planet. They could have just been coming from other civilizations of super advanced human beings. The same way those Amazonians in the forest, when they look up and they see a drone taking pictures of them, they're going to think... Right? They're more likely to think, okay, that drone came from another planet because to them, or came from beyond the sky and came from gods, because to them, they're limited by their perception of reality. And so if you ask them, I guarantee you, if you ask them, what is earth? They're going to say the whole entire earth is a jungle. If you ask a Native American before you know, pre-European contact, what is Earth? They're going to they're going to say it's just nor it's just North America, because that's the only thing that's all that their technology allowed them to experience. If you go to the Bible, you read the Bible. The Bible barely mentions Asia. I don't think it men- mentions the you know Asia at all. The Chinese and stuff who were also having their concurrent um, history and developing their own technology and their beliefs and things like that. But because that was because the people in the Middle East, you know, weren't conscious of the existence of Asia, right? So if you ask the, the, the person at that time period when the Bible, like 2000 years ago, what is this world? They are going to think, well, this is all there is because their technological, uh, innovations at that time had limit, limited their perspective and their perception of their reality. So right now we are, our technology allows us to view just the seven continents, right? And to interact with humanity across just the seven continents. And so we think that the seven continents is all there is. Um, but that's not true. It's just not true. Um, and I'll give you a few reasons why I think that it's just not true. It's one, why do we need a space force? Um, two, there are several videos of, of NASA um, scientists where like it's, I, well, the last time I checked it was on YouTube. I don't know if it's still on there where you could see that these guys would be spinning and then you'd watch like a NASA astronaut. Um, they would be spinning and then you'd watch like a rope kind of break and then they would fall. Um, they have been contradictory stories like a Russian astronaut will say you know we're not allowed to have water droplets floating around the International Space Station because you know if the water kind of goes to and enters any of the electronics we're going to have you know catastrophic uh, event but then you see like an American astronaut like showing them like making water droplets and the water is just floating everywhere right um, so like, which is it, right? So there's, there's contradictions there. Um, there, they, NASA admits that a lot of their pictures that they show the general public is, um, Photoshop because it has to be. There have been a couple of people who have worked from, worked for NASA that have said on camera 
that we can't get past low Earth orbit, even though the moon is not in low Earth orbit. So how can you say we can't get past low Earth orbit, but also say that we've been to the moon? And if you go back and you look at the moon landing videos, it's just, it, it just looks like what was a high quality production back in the 60s and the 70s of science fiction, but it, it looks like a, a science fiction um, film recording. It just does. Um, more importantly, I don't know if this is still out there, but there was a time when you would be, you would have been able to find a video done by, it was a, it was an interview, it was Business Insider Interview, where Neil deGrasse Tyson admits two things. The first thing he admits is that, same thing, we can't go past low orbit. So he starts a conversation, it's more or less saying we can't go past low Earth orbit. And then he says the moon is like, He's like, this is low Earth orbit, and then low Earth orbit rather, and then the moon is like, fifteen feet away from us. So he, like, in he's holding the globe, and he says, this is low Earth orbit. We can't get past low Earth orbit, and then the moon is like fifteen feet away from where this globe starts, or something like that. Find the video. Just Google Neil deGrasse Tyson, and um, I think it was a Business Insider interview, and you should be able to find it unless they took it down. And if they took it down, sorry. Um, you're going to have to take my word for it. <laughs> but so he says that he also says that the way that the earth is rotating or spinning, we should, the earth is actually pear shaped. He says this, and I'm sure you can Google that and find that too. So if the earth is spare, if the earth is oblate and pear shaped, then why do we still have perfect circle globes, right? If you ask the average person, what's the shape of the earth? They're going to tell you it's a globe. Right? There's two things. The third thing is, too, when you look at the picture or the video that they allegedly show, showed of uh, the astronauts during the moon landing leaving Earth, it's like the, the, it looks like they just fit like a perfect circle around it, and then they blacked out everything else so that from space, quote-unquote space, the Earth can be shown to like millions of people as looking like a perfect sphere. But... If you Google the shape of the Earth, right, and what what's the sh actual shape of the Earth, we're told that it's a it's a pear, it's a pear shape, it's oblate, it's not a perfect circle. So, but then when they were out from the moon or whatever, and they look back, they show this perfect circle. Circle. So, there's there's like tons of videos out there of NASA scientists saying we you know we don't have the technology to go back to the moon. Really, we don't have the technology. So, back in the sixties, they could communicate with people on the fucking moon. <laughs> but they didn't have cell phones. Now I can communicate to people halfway across the world, right? On a cell phone. I'm talking to you right now. Wherever you are, you can hear me talking, right? And think about how, how much more advanced we are now than we were in the 60s. And you're trying to tell me that all this technology is not better than the technology of the 60s. I'm not stupid, <laughs> right? So like I said, I didn't want to delve into all that. I just, I've done enough research to come to these, there's these conclusions on my own. And so how I perceive reality is how I perceive reality. And, and that's that. All I'm saying is this, like people automatically go, people are very quick to dismiss the whole alien hypothesis. Even after, even after the fucking military has put out countless information saying, hey, you know, US pilots have admitted to seeing some shit out there. And they put videos out, okay? Like, even outside, even after, after all of that, people, you ask people, if you say I saw a UFO, people act like you're, you, you just said you levitated. Like, they treat you like you're insane. 
I saw what I saw. I recorded what I recorded. Do I believe in little green men? Yes and no. No. Okay, yes, I should say in the sense of when these aliens have been purported to crash and then, you know, they, they take them apart, you see these things that look almost robotic or humanoid. But bear in mind this. Think about how much more advanced techno- technologically we are than the people in the Amazon rainforest. These UFOs, I guarantee you, aren't being manned, right? What we're seeing when we see a UFO, first of all, I don't believe, and I'll be one of the first few people to say this, but you have it now. You'll hear it, and I, I hope I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I hope it's not too soon when you go back and listen to this podcast and we're like, oh shit, she was right. Um, but one, what we're seeing and what we think of UFOs is ancient, I'm sorry, is advanced technology, but it is of human. It's human. They are human. They're not from out of space. They are human. They're just much more advanced than we are. And they're coming from uh, places where we haven't even fathomed or, or we don't have access to. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And the reason why the government keeps it under wraps is because look what the fuck is happening right now, right, with the economy and people freaking out just about a virus. So if we all of a sudden realize that, so look how strongly the U.S. dollar is doing while the stock market is tanking. Um, we, we're just used to certain status, you know, status quo. If we all of a sudden realize that America is not the top of the food chain, or China is not the top of the food chain, or Russia is not the top of the food chain, or the wealthiest, you know, whatever, Sweden, all these whatever places that we believe have you know, the largest amount of wealth or social, you know, advancements or whatever, but actually, no, it's not just us. They have been, you know, other (laughs) uh, civilizations or human beings right now that are like fucking, they have flying cars, like all the shit that you saw on the Jetsons is actually true. I don't know, theoretically, but I'm just saying like, what if, right? What does that do to our economy? What does that do to our way of life, our like right now, we, we've stopped. Kids aren't going to school. Colleges are closed. Businesses have stopped. This is for a novel virus. Okay, now imagine the same exact thing, but for fucking aliens. The world would stop. The world as we know it would stop. Everybody would stop bitching. More or less like we've been, everybody's kind of chilled on, on bitching, hopefully, about like, you know, Republicans versus Democrats. But like times 10, like everything you thought you knew about the re- about reality, about the world, about history changes. Everything that you've been taught changes. Everything that you thought you knew, our 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 psychologists or our our scientists, everybody that thinks, oh, okay, well, I'm I'm this person. I'm very important. My name is da 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 da. I understand quantum physics. No, you don't. <laughs> there is. Imagine you find out that there is a civilization of people who can materialize food out of nowhere so they've 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 learned how to manipulate matter they can create holograms they can they can clone and create humanoids or whatever that they can then send on manned drones to then send pictures so that when they crash you know we're thinking oh shit like th- these are their life forms but they're not that that this th- that that would throw off like you think everything has stopped now at least we have the hope that it's a virus that we can contain and with, you know, medication and 
you know, at some point we know, or at least we're choosing to believe that, you know, eventually something's going to happen, a breakthrough is going to occur, and we're going to come up either with a treatment or a vaccine or, you know, both, you know, or all of the above in a short amount of time because we just can't afford to just pause, right? Like life has to keep, the wheel has to keep spinning. So it's a virus, something very small. Imagine something as as huge as we look up and all of a sudden shit just got real. What does that do for everything that we thought we knew? You know, it's not just going to be over in a couple of weeks, right? Religions, people, people are going to start worshiping these people, these, these advanced humans as gods. You know, what's a great show. Um, Stargate SG-1, you should watch that. I don't know if it's on Amazon right now, but I'm sure you can find a DVD or something for sale right now on like Mercari or eBay or something like that. That's very interesting. But it basically is on Stargate. It says that, you know, these, uh, what these, I'm trying to remember. That's what I'm like, cause I haven't watched in a while, but they were basically like human beings, but they were like infected by this, warm thing or whatever and then we treated them like gods but they were just more more or less like advanced humans with like like a parasitic alien uh, <laughs> attached to like their their heads or whatever um i know i'm fucking up the the backstory <laughs> on that because it's been such a long time since i watched uh stargate sg1 but um it is worth worth a watch but you know if you could travel back in time to like the 1600s. And all you had to do was take your cell phone and make sure it was charged up. You don't even need to have a connection to Wi-Fi. If you just pull out this black tab or your iPad, you pull it up, you power it up, and you play in an Audible, <laughs> just play one book from Audible for Queen Elizabeth. They're going to think you were a fucking god. You're a fucking, you know, superhuman, right? They would worship you, Right? Because they're not exposed to that technology. And that's the same thing. If, if more advanced human civilizations come to interact with us, a lot, the majority of human beings would like bow down and prostrate themselves to these beings and call them like the second coming of God or Christ or whatever. But they're not, they're not gods. They're, they're, I, I guarantee you they're not gods. I can almost guarantee you for sure they're not from other planets they are coming from here. They're just coming from a place that we're not conscious of or, or, or where we don't know that they exist. The same way we are coming from a place where the people in the Amazonian forest aren't conscious of. Like they don't, they've never heard of the United States. Like how, how could they? Like they've lived in the forest for centuries, for ages. They don't know that there's a whole world out there that's more advanced than they are. So if you ask them, like I said, what is this world? They're going to say the world is a great forest. They've probably never seen a desert before, you know, or had coffee or chocolate or things like that, which means that, but if you ask them, they probably think that they are the pinnacle of human civilization. And so what, what you have to extrapolate from the micro. The, us in the Western world, the first world and even second world and some parts of third world feel as though this is the best that humanity ever has been able to do since the beginning of time, which is bullshit. That's not, I just don't, that's just not true. Um, 
right? But the general public, most of us believe that. We think that that is true. And all you need is belief, right? People run, the whole world runs on belief. Money is belief. Um, popularity is belief. Social media is belief. Our medicine, everything is based on belief. Religion is based on belief. So all you need is belief to, to get the world running. It doesn't have to be true. I'm saying that there's, there is a civilization of human beings that are as much more advanced than, than we are in the same way as we are much more advanced than the people in the Amazonian forest. And now you're thinking, okay, well, what are the grays? Well, I personally think that if you can propel our civilization down a path, a trajectory of like maybe like a thousand years, what would we develop? Well, the way we are now, during wartime specifically, we don't send, we no longer send or we rarely send manned um, aircrafts into and you know animal enemy territory, right? The same thing as um, drones, right? Where we send in drones to look at you know these cultures and things of that nature. So what would make you think that these advanced civilization who've been watching us and seeing how fucking violent we are and crazy and Another thing is too, they're not exposed to like our viruses and our bacteria and things like that. If they, if they are sending vehicles, which we are seeing that they are, I guarantee you that they are super advanced drones. So all the UFO sightings that we're seeing are their drones. I guarantee you. So there's, there's that. And then two, the ones that happened to have been manned, like let's say back in the 50s and the 60s, were probably manned by like a, a type of robotics that is so advanced, it, sim- it simulates like an organic matter, right? It's beyond our understanding, obviously, because we're limited by our un- understanding, but I would guarantee it's like a sort of, a, a body or a humanoid that's been like genetically engineered, right, to just serve one purpose, which is to to man planes and observe, right? But maybe the person who is actually manning the body is telelocked um, consciously with this life form, right, that they've maybe cloned in a lab or something like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like the alien grays, what we call the grays, isn't their actual physical body the way our bodies are our physical bodies. Like I guarantee you, or I would guarantee you that they're, what they've done is that they maybe genetically engineered like a robotic humanoid or, you know, a bioidentical robot, right? But they removed certain things, right? Because it's just a simple purpose, reconnaissance, kind of uh, machine or not a machine. I'm not because what I'm saying is that there's, there's still, yeah, I'll say machine. So an advanced machine that's made, it's comprised out of organic matter and that it looks real to us. And so we just think, oh, they're a whole new species. But keep in mind that you could tell it. I, I read an article, I actually talked about that on the other podcast where scientists in Japan were able to like tell a link to a robot in, I think, the United States. 
if I'm remembering correct correctly, and then control that robot with their minds. But they also did the same thing with like a monkey. Like they were able to manipulate a monkey's actions, you know, with their minds. So let's take that technology, multiply it by a thousand years, and you might have something like an alien grit. And so when we think, when we automatically think aliens, we think extraterrestrial life forms. And so we think these things are coming from another planet because, you know, these grays keep um, appearing to people. But they might, you know, this human civilization might just be sending these, you know, organic, you know, humanoids or whatever in so that they, uh, they can avoid, one, putting their, themselves, their bodies at risk because we tend to be kind of violent. Two, probably see how we would react you know, if they were to interact with us. So when one of those things crashes, they don't send people to go and get them, right? They just kind of watch and then they could be observing us through these, you know, grays or whatever as we're, probe, you know, probing them. And like, what would we, how would we as a society by us react to them, right? And then that's how they're also studying us. So do I believe aliens come from out of space? No, I, I just don't. Do I believe that there are more civilizations on earth than, than the general public is conscious of? Yes. Do I believe that those civilizations are made up of reptilian humanoids and alien greys? No. Um, I believe that reptilian humanoids and alien greys or whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the typical, when, you, when I say alien, the typical mindset that you imagine the typical image that you imagine of what is an alien with the huge eyes and the gross skin and the gray color. Um, I genuinely think that that gray is actually just like an organic, you know, genetically modified humanoid that they use. And they're like, what's the word? Um, something linked, something linked. What's the word? You can like, they are linking their psyche or their consciousness, they've uploaded their consciousness into these bodies, but those are not their real bodies, which allows them to, to also allows us to maintain our perception of reality, thinking it's just the seven continents that exist and all the planets that we, uh, all the countries that we know of, that we think that's just all there is. Because they would rather, I think, they don't want to mess with us too much because for the same reason why we don't mess with the people that we do see in the Amazon. Unless, of course, we do something drastic, like set up a bunch of fucking nuclear bombs. And then, you know, then they come in. And that, this happened, um, I think Project Blue Book or whatever um, kind of delves into that. You can research that. But Truman, during Truman's presidency, there were more reports of aliens and UFOs by um, just ordinary citizens and I think ever and I think excuse me <laughs> sorry and I think that the reason why that happened was because it's almost like people in the Amazon all of a sudden setting off you know a nuclear bomb like whoa 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 what the fuck you could really damage the entire earth so of course they would come in and, and intervene and say you know try to dismantle like they said that they disarmed a lot of our nuclear weapons and I've read that as well um, because if we're all sharing this planet with them, then we're over here fucking nuking everything. That's a technology that could adversely affect them. 
right? Their society. So that's when they show up and then from, from this point on, they've just been monitoring us. So I think that over the next couple of weeks, it would be interesting to just watch the skies. Just while everybody is, you know, in their homes and kind of glued to the TV, you know, when it's not raining. Um, and I actually do believe that they, they can change our, our weather too. Now I know I'm crossing that line of sounding like a, but it is what it is. I, I don't know what else. I, I'd rather sound crazy and say what I have to say than be worried about you thinking that I'm crazy because I don't give a shit. Um, it is what it is. I've just, every single time I see stuff in the sky, the next day it rains like for ages. Um, so I don't know. Even sometimes they, they, when it's like not predicted and then the clouds are cloudy for the next few days, but watch the skies, just watch the skies and see, and keep the things that I'm saying that I've said in mind. If it makes sense, you know, just think about that. But overall, all I'm saying is, um, you know, there was a quote from the Men in Black where I think it was Agent, it wasn't Agent J who was like his partner. This was the first Men in Black where he said like 50,000 years ago, everybody knew, you know, that the earth was flat. You know, 5,000 years ago, everybody knew the earth was the center of the, um, the world. And he said, like, five minutes ago, you knew that we were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know, you know, now. You know, we tend to hold tightly to our beliefs as though they're knowledge. And, and there's a fine line between belief and slash theory and actually knowing something. And there's also a quote that, I, that comes to mind that says, all that I know is that I know nothing. We don't know anything. All we can do is speculate. So to hold on to beliefs as though it's knowledge. And you think about all the stuff that you knew growing up, like Christopher Columbus discovering America. And then as an adult, you're looking back and saying, well, how the fuck did he discover America when there were already people there? Like, then you realize like, oh no, your, your mindset is being con- conditioned to not view non, non-Europeans as actual human beings, right? The fact that we call Native Americans Indians because one idiot made a mistake and we still calling them Indians because he thought he was India, right? We just know that they're Indians. The way we know that the earth is, you know, X, Y, whatever the fuck, I don't know. You know, whatever belief that you have now that you've held on to as a knowledge, I just want you to kind of take a step back and really challenge that. Um, yeah. I'm going to keep looking out when I can just to see um if you see some some weird stuff contact me um be good to I'll look at your videos and I'm not going to think that you're crazy you don't have to hedge it and say like oh my god like don't think I'm crazy but I saw this so you just you never know you know and and I'm saying that if the president however dingy you might think he is 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 putting you know millions or billions at rather of dollars to the development of a space force even though we have NASA, clearly he's, you know, hip to some information that the rest of us aren't aware of, you know, and you might think, okay, it's a stupid use of money, but the guy, the guy is stupid. He's not that stupid. You know, a lot of the things too, like when you listen to him talk, like you can kind of read between the lines and understand that they they brief him on stuff. They brief him on stuff and then he, his, his mouth kind of leaks. And so from his leaks, you can kind of gauge what is happening. 
right? So he's saying when it warms up, you know, let's say in April, this will all just, you know, go away. He didn't pull that idea from his asshole, right? Like somebody briefed him on that, right? There are medical professionals that said, you know, in the past, these sort of viruses tend to go away as it warms up. Now, is that going to prove to be true? Let's hope so. But that's what they're telling him. So if he's deciding we need to build a, a space force, it's because he's been briefed on some shit. So like before throwing the dude under the bus and calling him an idiot and dismissing him, which you're well within your rights to do so, it is what it is. Listen to the stuff that he says because he does speak on a lot of the stuff that he's being told, you know, and not very eloquently. Like he just lets a lot of stuff slip. Anyway, stay healthy, stay safe. Hope this all blows over. Enjoy your, your two-week vacation. Looks like it's going to be paid, so don't worry. Don't panic. And uh, you know, take care of yourselves. Okay, so I just had a weird kind of revelation. So after recording the last episode um, on UFO sightings, I started to think, like, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Okay, so hear, hear me out here. If anything were to happen to our society right now, right? To basically the countries that aren't included in what more or less they're trying to establish as a new world order. So all the major first world, second world, third world nations that we're aware of, right? If anything were to happen with us, like our civil like our civilization falls. Okay, and I'm not saying, you know, because of the coronavirus. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying just hypothetically something were to happen. What would basically happen is like however long it takes for those people that I talked about in the last episode in the Amazon to come out of their out of the Amazon, out of the forest and then start um exploring the rest of the world and discovering Europe and discovering Asia and everything like that. Like, let's say it takes them 2,000 years to come out to decide, okay, well, let's see, maybe one person decides, I want to see what's outside of the jungle. And then they discover, like, Brazil. This is like a 1,000 years from now, right? But Brazil is now, like, ruins, right? So then they discover Brazil, and then they... they Another thousand years, they start traveling by boat and then they discover America. But it's like a thousand years from now or whatever. But America is no longer what we remember America as. It's just like ruins. The same way we view um, the, the Mayan ruins and the Egyptian ruins and things like that, right? They're going to look at that even though they more or less existed simultaneously with us because we weren't, because rather they weren't aware of us, they're going to look and think, oh my gosh, look at all the technology that they had, right? They were able to build these buildings. They were able to do X, do Y, do Z, and then we don't know what happened to them. They got wiped out. They're going to think that our civilization was started by aliens. I mean, no joke. And 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 it kind of is this is kind of going off of 
what I was talking about in the last episode, right? Like we look at UFOs as something from another planet because we just don't believe that there could be a civilization on Earth right now occurring concurrently with us that could be more advanced than we are right now because we believe that we're the pinnacle of human civilization, right? But the same thing, the same cycle could happen where people who are concurrently living in villages right now or, you know, untouched civilizations that are happening, you know, people living in bush, in the bush, they call them like in the bush or whatever, people living just sort of isolated from the rest of us, they are alive at the same time we are, but they're not aware of the rest of the world. So if something happens to the rest of the world, it's not us that's going to survive, right? They're going to survive because they know how to live off the land. And then they're going to, it's going to take them, you know, thousands of years, more or less, to advance to the levels that we have advanced to. And it, honestly, they would almost have to stumble across some of our technology now and reverse engineer it and then, you know, figure out how to make cars, figure out how to build planes, things of that nature and then start exploring all of the world and then eventually space. And then they're going to think, you know, or I should say their descendants are going to think that they're the pinnacle, but simultaneously or concurrently as they were existing, we were kind of doing our thing over here. And so my argument is like, that shit's already happened, right? Like the Egyptian ruins and stuff like that, the pyramids, the Sphinx, you know, if you watch Ancient Aliens, they say, oh, this was done by aliens. No, no, it wasn't. I mean, it was done by humans. Just It just so happened to be a human society that happened to be like their first world, more or less, right? And then we are descendants of people who were living at that time, but in their third or fourth world or, you know, kind of their untouched civilization. And and it's going to be the people, however we play this, if we end up blowing ourselves to smithereens, right? If the U.S. gets in a war with China and then we get engaged into a nuclear war and then we just blow each other up, it is going to be those people living in the forests that end up surviving because they've lived off the planet, right? They lived off the earth. They're not addicted to or dependent on, you know, supply chains and, you know, imports and things of that. So they'll, they'll keep more or less evolving and adapting. And then after a period of time, they'll develop the technology or similar, you know, I'm not saying exact, but they'll develop similar technology to what we have now which will then allow them to leave where they are and then travel and then discover our ruins and then theorize that our planes were actually spaceships (laughs) and our submarines actually came from, you know, I don't know, Atlantis or something like that and all that other stuff. Isn't that fascinating to think about? That's fascinating to think about. Anyway, that's just a short little thing I thought I'd share.